Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Blues Booth. Presented by Boardwalk Hardwood Floors, a proud partner of your St. Louis Blues. Find your perfect new floor at our four convenient locations and online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Randy Carricker, and this is the opening drive on 101 ESPN. And it's always great to visit with uh, two prides of Pittsburgh, Kerry Davis, Super Bowl champ with the Steelers, Joe Vitale, long time with the Penguins, and both natives of St. Louis and, and both broadcasters in St. Louis now. Uh, Joey V, good morning. How are you doing, sir? Hey, Randy, I'm doing great. You know, it's, it's funny, you always introduce Kerry as Super Bowl champion, and, and of course, you just say long time. Uh, Pittsburgh <laughs> Penguins. Unfortunately, you know, people always ask me, like, geez, you play for the Penguins. You must. No, believe it or not, I got there in 2010, the year after they won their first cup, and then I left the year before they won their second and third cup. So <laughs> you can always uh, look at that with some humility. I always say, I, I think they found out what the problem was. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're, you're a guy, you're a champion through and through. At least in our hearts, you are a, a champion. All right, so uh, what's been on your mind is you have uh, traversed this, uh, this mysterious earth over the course of the last couple of days. What's the, and you think about a lot of things, but what's the thing that you've been thinking about most? I, you know, today really it's been about carpool. I, I mean, I'm on, I'm on carpool duty today. I, got, I just dropped off my three kids. There is never an extreme low to high, like dropping your kids off for carpool. Like uh, we're in the car and it's just mayhem. I mean, it's like anarchy in the morning in my house with, with the breakfast and the messes and the crying. I got a couple babies still in the back. You might be able to hear them here in a second. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, it's, it's just constant. And then kids are fighting. So-and-so didn't like how so-and-so's penguin looked. Um, I paid for a $5 for a penguin pitcher from Bodie, but then Harper charged me $6 and they're arguing about that. Uh, my daughter's hair is a mess. My wife's trying to get a workout and find some, it's just, it's just mayhem. And then you're getting to school and everyone's fighting and no one's got a seatbelt on. And then you're, you're, you're ready to pull your hair out and then you drop them off. And then it's like, Oh, this is nice. Like, this is nice. Like, this is why I send you guys to school. I don't care what you're learning. I don't you think we really care about tectonic plates in the Civil War. Like, that's the past, man. Like, I don't care what math I got a calculator. This is daycare. School, school is daycare for me, and I'm okay with that. 
Joey, understand that you are not the only one having that fight in that carpool line. There, there are multiple parents having the same issues, so you're not alone, brother. I, I, I too have had those those conversations, and you know, had to had to grab a child. Hey, settle down, please, and before they go off to school, try to have enough. them have a good day. But you know, enough sometimes already, yeah, yeah enough. And, and Carrie, that's that's what it was about. I mean, giving young kids. That was was the whole thing about the COVID nonsense for two years. Oh, yeah. There, where our kids were home, everyone's like. What are these kids going to learn? Who cares? No one really cares about what they're learning. You just want them out of your house. Like, forget, forget phonics. Like, I don't care if my kid can read or not. I just want them out of my house. Joey, the toughest part about um, COVID and, and them being at home, I had to help my son. I had to. I was in school with him. He was sitting on his, his computer. He was in the third grade, I believe. And I had to sit there with him in front of that computer and make sure he was doing the lessons correctly. It was back to school for me as well. It was it was a tough time. We were we were going through it together. Well, exactly. I mean, that's the other struggle was, you know, Carrie, it, it exposed it exposed how dumb we are as adults. That's, <laughs> right. that's well, what, Joey, that's no, what no, triggered me. Because here's the thing. They have changed so much in math. They make it so much harder than the math we learned when we were kids. Oh, yeah. There are yeah. there are five extra steps to the math that they're teaching, and I'm teaching this, my son the way that I did. Hey, well, you're with me. I'm your teacher. This is the way we're going to do it. Teach. You're going to have to figure it out. Sorry about it, but... We're going to go uh, this way. Exactly right. I knew, I knew we were in trouble to your point when my sons were doing the uh, multiplications and we we're on nines. And you, you guys know that finger trick where you, where you count the fingers and then you do like the nines. And so my kids started doing that. And my wife's like, what are you doing? I'm like, well, this is how I learned how to multiply <laughs> by nine. And so our kids are still doing the finger thing in the middle of the class. Hey. Not my problem anymore. You're, you're in school. You figure it out. <laughs> hey, Carrie, the uh, Carrie, uh, Joey, the St. Louis Blues this morning, as of uh, January twentieth, twenty twenty three, they have a better record and they're closer to a playoff spot than they were four years ago today. Pretty amazing, isn't it? I mean, that's where that's where I know I, you know people they get all kind of cuckoo and crazy about the analytics and. I think if you go to this, you know, you know this, this website where you can see the percentage of the Blues making the playoffs, and it, you know, for a while they had them like ten percent. Now it's probably like thirteen or fourteen percent, maybe a little bit higher now. But you know, it's like you look at those numbers, and to me, it doesn't matter. You know, I, I, I even told Chris Kerber last night. Chris Kerber was looking at the score, the scores around the league, and it's always fun. It's always fun to kind of scoreboard watch, but. To me, it's just, it's so early. Like, it is still so early. There is so much hockey ahead for this team. And you look at what they did back in 2019. Really, I mean, for all the Blues fans out there, anything, anything is possible. And you look at, you know, how and what Doug Armstrong is going to be doing moving forward. And, and I think that more, more so than ever, you've got to stay competitive and you've got to figure out a way to get in. And you've got to create a team that's going to get you in. Because when you get in, you just never know. And I think that 2019 run pretty much sums it all up. Hey, Joey, I asked Randy this earlier, and I'm going to ask you, if they play with the effort and energy that they showed last night, the, 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 it's limitless for what the potential of this team could be. It really is. I mean, that was why last night's game to me in a, in a very short short little shot there, you really saw what this, what this team could be against a Central Division rival. And I look at Nashville, look the way they're built. St. Louis is built to me better. They're, they're better for playoff hockey. They, they make better decisions. Uh, they're a proactive group. They were physical last night. They play with energy. They play with pace. And they just have this gamesmanship about them. You know, Bennington was on top of his game very early in that game as well. You know, you look at, you compare the goalies just for example, 
Yeah, I know Bennington's numbers have not been great this year, but I, I've watched him the last three to four matches, and it, it really is remarkable what, what he can do in stretches of games. And again, put the numbers aside, he's making those saves at the right times of the game, and he's making some big ones early on too. And that's what's given this team a little bit of life. And, and there are little moments like that where you see spurts of the 2019 group where maybe the team hasn't played all that great, but you're getting a goaltender making a save, and it gives the team a little bit of life and a little bit of jump. And, of course, you can't lean on that forever, but certainly when he's on this little bit of a run that he's on, I think you can lean on it. So there's so many different aspects of this team that do remind you of that 2019 team. And with all these healthy bodies coming back, it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one. I do not count this Blues team out, not only to make the playoffs, but to make a massive run at the Cup this year, in my opinion. What, what is it that, that needs to take place for, for them to play uh, with that effort as they did last night in each game? Is it just a mindset or is it just a want to and a will? Because it's there, and I think that's the, the frustration part when you see the roller coaster. You see that, and then you, see, and then you don't see that, and it, it becomes a little bit frustrating. So how do, they, how do they continue to play with that effort and that energy every single night? Well, you know, Kerry, it starts with one win and one turns into two and then two turns into a nice little run like they're on. And then it just becomes contagious. I mean, you have to start somewhere. And I think when O'Reilly and Tarasenko and crew, you know, some of their bigger guys, even Bortuzzo, Nick Letty missed a little time. When they were missing all those bodies, I think that they had to go right back to the foundation of what makes them successful. And that's just playing fast, playing hard, and kind of playing desperate, to be honest with you. They had the soldiers from the American Hockey League get called up. And, of course, they're going to want to try to please their coach and do whatever he asks like we're seeing, and that's where it began. So in some ways, all these injuries have kind of been a little silver lining where they kind of got back to the roots about how they win and, and the best way and the most effective way to win this league and just be competitive and be hard. So I think that's where it started. And then when you start there and you start finding success, you know, they, they started out four, I think five and one when they were missing all those top guys, including their captain. And then it just becomes contagious, and it really does start to snowball in a very, very positive way. And I think that's what we're seeing right here and then when you have the younger players doing that and all of a sudden they have a little bit of success and then that success turns into confidence for them whether it be a jake neighbors who has continued to emerge as being a top young player in the league look at tyler tucker last night he gets his first point he gets in his second fight uh, right after the whistle there in that second period i mean a lot of these young players just really building some confidence but it all started from just putting one win together playing that hard style one turn into two and like i said they're, they're playing some good hockey right now they're off on a good little run Joe Vitale, always great to have you with us. We enjoy it, and we'll be tuned in tomorrow. Blues and Blackhawks here on 101 ESPN. Always good to see the, the Blackhawks in town. Yeah, looking forward to that one. Kerry, Randy, you guys have a great weekend now. Thank you very you much. That's Joe Vitale, Blues analyst here on 101 ESPN.